0: the way family podcast is open honest and real it's like you're
1: sitting in on a conversation with two people who you've been friends with for so long it makes you feel like you're a part of their everyday lives and it gives you aspects and views on things that you wouldn't normally think about on your own it's very comforting to have these to look forward to every monday
0: something that captures my attention and something that's relevant in our world today in our society
1: boring, it's real life, and you guys are real people. It's stimulating, it's interesting, and for a say, oh, mom, it makes me feel like now I'm hanging out with friends. I get so much practical wisdom from you guys that is applicable to my everyday life, while also getting a good laugh, and also um, just feeling encouraged to go out and adventure and pursue those things that I'm passionate about. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and they all kind of talk about whatever's trending on the internet, and it just kind of feels like auditory clickbait. And you guys don't do that. Making my Mondays better since episode one. And that's because you guys are extremely funny, open minded, and really down to earth. Which I appreciate the podcast. Um, it's always fun
0: thinking alongside you guys. And I always ponder and think about how cool it is that you can feel so close to someone and yet you've never met them before. It's really cool.
1: Hello and welcome to the Way Family Podcast. Hey. My name is Zach. I am one of your hosts, 27 years old, dad, married to two jobs, work 70 hours a week.
0: Married to jobs?
1: No. <laughs> Ugh. And um just trying to prevent falling into the monotony of adulthood and really don't like I wanna continue learning and growing and challenging myself and things like that, and so that's kinda of what this podcast is is for.
0: Hello, I'm Hannah
1: yeah, and tell us about <laughs> yourself Hannah
0: <laughs> um yeah, that's I thought that you had moved on from the introductions. My name is Hannah. I'm married to Zach, and I am also twenty seven i'm um a mother and of two almost two children
1: nine months pregnant
0: yeah yeah she's gonna come out soon and I am just I don't know what I'm doing in life
1: (laughs) well (laughs) you're pregnant you're growing a human
0: I am I'm I mean I'm saying like how you're I do the podcast because Zach likes doing the podcast and I like doing it with him and I like talking about things with him so
1: yeah, and we both value quality time, and this is one way we get to do it.
0: And we also value, like, working towards things, and so that's kind of, like, what this podcast is about, I guess.
1: Yeah, and... Like,
0: productivity and yes. life experience.
1: Yep, and this podcast, who's this podcast for? Us. Yeah. And um, anything else we should say before?
0: Um. Oh, well, I guess, like, the premise of the podcast is, like, What we wish we would have known five years ago. And we're 27, so if you're 22, you know, this is for you. For some reason, when I think five years ago, I think, oh, 18 years old. But we're old! We're 27!
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're not that old. I mean, we're way
0: older than I'm, like, thinking in my head. Like, I don't know, five years ago. Oh, 20. I mean...
1: 22-ish. Oh, so weird. No, time really does pass you by, and so if you don't grab it by the horns and use it... Then um it's going to use you.
0: Ooh. <laughs> How was your weekend?
1: My week was great. Uh it just it happened way too fast. I had some good moments, some good memories, some hard times, some busyness, and uh then this week and Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I went up to Napa. We oui. we went to Napa, so that I could record some demos of songs for the album that I am recording at the end of the year. Woohoo! Yeah, so did eleven songs, and it's really happening. It is really happening. Is like and all
0: because of a listener big push. I mean, like the who who we um oh yeah actually yeah connected with. We connected with somebody who has a recording studio and it's somebody who listens to the podcast. So that was pretty cool. We got to meet them and...
1: Didn't get to hang out that much. It wasn't
0: like hanging out. Yeah, it was just they were like more working. But yeah. anyways, go on, talk about the recording.
1: Well, that's all. That's all. 11 songs down. It was like I really wished that I would have taken more time to practice them and get the structures and i mean the structure was there is just like i wish i would have taken more time to practice because when you're in the studio time is very limited and i just want it to be perfect like i want it to be perfect but done is better than perfect
0: and this is the what is it called the scratch tracks
1: yeah these are kind of like scratch tracks but essentially
0: you want Them to be good, obviously.
1: Right. So I'm going to be sending these tracks to the other musicians who are going to play. We're going to pick two or three of them, record those as a full band, do the Kickstarter, do some videos, and then whatever we raise on whatever I raise on the Kickstarter will be the budget for the rest of the album. So, yeah.
0: Pretty cool. He's really doing it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like surreal. What. (laughs) am I doing (laughs) anyways yeah and so that was just a little it was a little weird for me because every single night especially for the past three months I've been up until like 11 or 12 and I've been working (laughs) and so I just it's not like I have downtime where I'm just like oh okay I'm going to go play music now um I really have to make that a priority and I have not been doing that because the baby is coming and yes. there's a lot of stuff that needs to get done before that happens. So I kind of felt like when I was in the studio, I was like, oh gosh, this is really happening. I guess I really have got to do this now. Yep. So yeah. How was your weekend?
0: Um, well, I had a good week, I think. Um, <laughs> I always... This is always how it is when I talk about week, week. Um, yeah, it was a good week. Don't remember much that happened this week, but uh, this weekend was really good. We went up with Zach to Napa, but we did not obviously go to the recording place. So me and Forrest were doing other stuff. But my family was up in the area for a, a race. They were running a race, my mom and my sister. And so they were staying in a hotel there, and we, me and Forrest, got to go there and swim in the pool. And he is so obsessed with swimming. And it was like a really hot day, so it was perfect. And we were basically out there for like five or six hours swimming. And he was having so much fun. He wears like these little floaty things, but he's learning to, you know, move his feet and move his arms. And like that gets you moving when you're in the water. And. It was just a lot of fun. My sisters both were swimming with us, and my dad, and I don't know, it was just fun to be with them, and it's a really cool area up there. I never, I don't know, like downtown Napa is really cute, and there's a lot of really cool shops, and also a lot of fancy people visiting (laughs) from other places, But, um, but yeah, it was good, and it was cool to see zach kind of well we didn't really get to see him doing stuff but we got to see the studio where he was recording and um that was cool and it was fun too we had a nice talk on our way back and my sister is with us she's staying with us for a couple days before she goes she moves off to dc for some fancy internship she's so smart and she's really What's the word over there? She's very driven and she's very smart and she has this really cool internship in Washington, D.C. that she gets to do for a year. Or so she's leaving for that in a couple of days and so she's staying with us. So yeah, I'm excited about that too. Awesome. And, and oh, sorry, oh. Ikea. Oh. Hello, we went to Ikea. We, but we have pretty uh. much, like, I feel a lot more ready now to have a, another kid.
1: Well, we've been checking stuff off the list.
0: Slowly but surely. And we got, we may, we went to Ikea, got the last of the stuff we need there. I got a rocker, a rocking chair. And we got some other things we need for Forest's room and like just stuff that we have to get done before she comes. And it feels like it's like, okay, it's going to probably get done. <laughs> so it feels really good.
1: Yeah, that so, is nice.
0: Um, And it was fun to go to Ikea. It's always fun there. But a little chaotic because it was yeah. a Sunday yeah. at Ikea. Nobody knows how to walk in like the showrooms. Like people just... I know that they're stopping to look at stuff, but they stop in the middle and they just have chats with their friends. And you just can't pass them cuz they're taking up the whole thing. You got to like go through the the where the products are. It just is like a little bit chaotic, but I mean, if you've been there, you know. Yeah. But yeah. So now we're back and I remember two are. other
1: things from this week. Okay, go. I sold a bunch of guitar equipment. Oh yeah. Um I sold some clothes and I also Sadly, sold my motorcycle Luna. Mm, Luna, um,
0: which you haven't ridden in how many years?
1: A long, long time. <laughs> and I look at it every single day at because work because it doesn't work. That's why it, he's it's not running. It. And yeah, it it was not running. And I knew I was gonna lose money, but I also didn't have the time to fix it, and I didn't want to take it to the um, mecha- the motorcycle mechanic in town because he's an because uh, I paid them $800 and my motorcycle was working and I went and picked it up and it was not working.
0: <laughs> and they weren't very nice. And basically they just kept on saying that things are wrong and were like, wait, this wasn't wrong before.
1: Yeah. It, and yeah, it was like a three, three months it was in their shop and I was just pit. like, what are you doing? <laughs> Breaking it? <laughs> I know.
0: Just like banging on it with tools.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. Anyways, so I I sold a bunch of stuff and I um, am getting rid of stuff that I do not use and trying to organize. I've been organizing a lot of the closet. We, yeah, it's just like it's a good feeling. And I don't like cleaning. I don't like organizing either. But organizing for me is a way to, um, minimize, I guess I would say that because when you put something in a box and you put a bunch of stuff in a box and then you put the box in the garage or on a shelf or something like that, you don't know what's in it. And then you're, you might be cleaning or you might be, um, tidying up or you might be organizing or whatever word you want to use but you're not getting rid of it you're just moving it to a different location
0: and it's because you don't want to look at it anymore
1: yeah you don't want to look at it anymore but you don't want to get rid of it
0: you don't want to deal with it
1: yeah you don't want to deal with it and i think that that's that is a lot of people are in that boat
0: and that's what we're talking about today
1: yeah <laughs> the heart of simple living and some tips for preventing clutter from even coming into your home, so wow,
0: which is also just side note, literally, I am the worst at this ever, like I'm so bad at what we're talking about today,
1: mm-hmm. so just mm-hmm. so you
0: know, I mean, Zach is pretty good at it, but he's no match for the hurricane of Clutter that is me, so yes, and
1: <laughs> wow, you know what, accurate description. <laughs>
0: I mean, I hate, I don't like, I do not like that about myself, but I know that it's a thing. Like, just look at that. Look at that dresser right there. How did all that get on there?
1: I told you you could put- I don't even
0: remember putting that on there. A
1: diffuser, a plant, (laughs) and your pens.
0: And I was like, okay, sounds good to me. And there's like- like,
1: Oh, I don't even need to put anything else on there. You can't, now you can't. I don't
0: even need pens on there.
1: You can't even put anything else on there. It's
0: just like- If there's a counter space or like a shelf space, I will fill it with something. (laughs) Yeah. But why?
1: Why? Yes. Let's get at the heart of it here. Let's figure it out. So I read and listen to a lot of books and podcasts on minimalism and simplicity and tidying and decluttering and whatever. And they're all great. Like they're really good. But there is one thing that I noticed, and I told Hannah this the other week. I was like, you know what? I should write a book on this. Ooh. Because you can minimize. You can go through everything that you own and pare it down to the bare necessities, right? Like you can right. do that. Yeah. And Hannah, you've done that before. Mm, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. But what did you do? You put everything else that you weren't gonna keep in the closet?
0: Well this is for my capsule wardrobe. Yes. So I did it like well because there is a, bo- a couple blogs about this how when, when you first do your capsule wardrobe you get like your 30 items or whatever 40 items and then you well you make your three piles. You say uh, stuff that I haven't worn in this long and then I'm going to get rid of. Stuff that I that is like seasonal and I'll I will probably wear it again. And then like stuff that's like, I wear this all the time. So you make your three piles, you get rid of the first pile, you put the second pile in storage, and then the third pile out of there, you need to choose your 30 items. And usually that third pile that like stuff you wear a lot is not even 30 items. So I did that. I did what the blog said. So I was like, okay, so this is seasonal stuff or stuff that I I love, but can't wear all the time because it's like super dressy or, you know, leftover from um other stuff that I really really like but just don't wear often and so then you take it and then you put it in storage and then you you do your capsule wardrobe for the three months or whatever and then when that's done then you go look at the stuff that's in the bin and like see if you still need it or if you still want it and if not then you're supposed to get rid of it but I never got to that step. I never got rid of it
1: no and how many times have you done a capsule wardrobe now
0: like 3 or 4.
1: Yeah, we have 3 boxes <laughs> of labeled hands clothes in the garage.
0: Yeah. But so, the thing is my intentions is to like okay, either I need to go through this and sell it or I want to wear stuff in here.
1: And have you bought clothes since then?
0: Yes, I have. Hmm. So, it's just So there just seems out there. to be
1: some sort of problem here. Yeah. Right? Like even if you minimized, you still bought clothes right yeah and then do you always put away your clothes where they go totally no (laughs) so you can minimize you can organize you can declutter but unless you actually change your habits (laughs) and change your mindset your mindset
0: that's the thing
1: then all, of it, all it's going to be is like a band-aid. It's a yeah. temporary fix.
0: But the thing is, when I was doing the capsule wardrobe, I was so like, I was so, I never had to even think about clothes is the thing. Like I never had to think about it because I knew that pretty much everything that I had in my capsule went together pretty well. And I could just mix and match and like literally just pick something out of my drawer or out of my closet and like wear it and it would be fine. And It was just so so carefree. So, like, I really liked that. But then it's like when I go to get rid of the actual clothes, it's like, okay, I would really like to wear this again someday. And I don't know. It's just like, it's so, it's just tricky for me because I go back and forth. Well, imagine
1: that freedom of feeling, that that feeling of freedom that you had when you didn't have to worry about clothes and then multiply that into all the other areas of life.
0: I, yeah. kitchen
1: all the stuff in the bedroom all there's the books so many here.
0: things that you need in the kitchen though that's the thing like there's so many things like i use so many things in the kitchen because i cook a lot so i use a lot of different like things and like kitchen appliances and whatever i use them all so i can't right. i mean i we definitely could minimize but i can't like i don't know it's not going to be like the bare minimal stuff because i use other things
1: you do use other things but there's stuff in the kitchen you haven't used in forever
0: Probably. Yeah. That might not be ours though.
1: Yeah. Well, anyways, it's got to start like, it has to start with your heart or with your mindset. And you have to change the way that you think about things. Yeah. And you have to realize that the only time that things, maybe I don't want to say this, but things are meant to be used. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you do not use it, or it does not uh, bring you joy or happiness or pleasure, then it is clutter. It's just clutter. And clutter affects different people differently. But how does clutter affect you, Hannah?
0: Um. Well, I just like, I will pretend it doesn't exist until bothers me and then i like go crazy and then i have to like just like and then you don't
1: really have enough time so then what happens
0: no i usually if i'm starting something like that i usually have enough time like the counter out there counters are like okay i know like kitchen counters are usually like notorious for like collecting things but we have two families living in our house and it gets so cluttered in like three 30 minutes i feel like some days and it's so easy it is so easy to just put something on there like okay i need to deal with this in a little while but i'm not going to deal with it right now because i don't have time so i'm just going to set it here and then oh it just adds and up so you forget. fast and, then, and you then, then it's
1: underneath something and you can't even find it anymore yes
0: but when so when i'm like when it gets to a certain point i'm like "Hmm." <gasps> And then I can't handle anymore. And then I just like do it really fast. But if you don't have the time to clean it all up and you just clean up part of it, then it's just going to keep building and building and building. Right. Because clutter in a trash heap
1: attracts clutter. Does Like if you see a pile of something on the counter, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, like the mail pile. This is just where the mail goes. Yeah. Doesn't matter that it (laughs) is junk. It doesn't matter. It's
0: a bill that was due like a month ago.
1: Yeah. You just put it there because that's where all the rest of the junk is yeah and the the ironic thing is that the trash can is right next to that pile of junk
0: but it's like maybe you think like maybe somebody else needs to use this or i don't know it's just tricky well it's tricky when you live with another family but it's like you if you what was your tip for it like if you just go through the mail right when you get it Right. Throw away things you don't and need and open the, things right when you get it.
1: That that's in the list that we're going to go through in a little bit, but the thing that I realized that a lot of these books and podcasts and blogs kind of miss is preventing clutter from even coming into your house by changing your mindset or changing your heart or the way that you view stuff. So, when you buy something we've talked about quality over quantity so many times and most people would most people would agree with that but you check their bank account um and uh obviously they don't agree with that
0: well quality could be expensive
1: yes okay I mean, i'm just quality saying is if expensive. you if you gather all of their receipts and you look at through everything People buy things based on convenience. Well, yeah. And how much time it can save them. That's like, you know, like.
0: Hence, every clothing purchase I've ever made from Target. Right. It's basically only convenience. It's not because I love it and need it and really, really want it. It's more like, okay, I need some sort of shirt that's like this and that's like a casual shirt, and I guess I'll just do with this one since it's here and it's in the town we live in. It's not, like, something that I really love.
1: So what if you applied the same mentality that you used for the capsule wardrobe to purchasing items?
0: Well, I should do that, so I stop purchasing items.
1: Well, yeah, just what would happen? Just think about it. What what would be the questions that you would ask yourself in the store? Do I really need this? Do I love how this looks on me? Do I like the fit? Do I like the fabric? So
0: this is just for clothes?
1: Yeah, just let's just do f- clothes.
0: Well yeah, and that's what I should do. Like do the thing is like, okay. The thing that I always um like if I'm gonna buy something now, I usually for the most part, I would like to buy something that is semi unique. That's not like every old Joe on the block has the same shirt, you know? So that's like something that I think about, like if I'm really thinking about it. Like Target purchases is almost like you're not even thinking you know which is so dumb but but if i'm going to get something i'm going to think like is it semi unique and then is it well made and do i really love it and
1: well yeah. here's here's the things that i think when i'm minimizing and
0: no that was if i'm buying stuff right right That's so th-
1: we'll flip this um, but let me just go through the list first. This this is what I think when I'm minimizing. Do I need it? Um, have I used it in the past three months? Do I love it? Am I making justifications to keep it? Is it broken? If it is actually broken, will I actually fix it within the next week? Um, does it fit? Is it useful? Does it cause clutter? Do I have multiples? Will I need this item in the future? um would someone else find more value in this than i currently do that's
0: a good one for sentimental things like if you're like oh my great grandma gave me this but you don't use it and it's like or you if clothes you don't wear it or if it's something you don't use you could you could be like okay i find this very special because she gave it to me but i'm never going to use it someone else could find a lot of use in that item you know and that would be better in the long run than you just keeping something because someone special gave it to you or you were wearing it on a certain day or blah 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 blah. those are all reasons i've kept things by the way
1: exactly which leads to my next question yes are you keeping this item because of guilt
0: <laughs> for sentimental reasons
1: or sentimental read yes reasons. um if you didn't have this would you buy it again if you didn't That's have this, question. would you pay the price that you originally bought it for, or is it worth that much to you right now? Um, and then I always think about um, Joshua Becker has this quote, which I'll we'll go over a list of of something from his in a little bit, but he says, "Never organize what you can discard." so you can just organize it you can put it in a box you can label it and then stick it somewhere else and keep it out of sight out of mind but you still own it it's still taking up space and someone else might find more value in it than you so what what about that
0: boba fett mask
1: that was just mailed to me and i'm gonna wear it on halloween and then i'll get rid of it (laughs) okay
0: no i just was wondering like is that i mean it's not something i guess every
1: time i look at that i smile in my heart a little bit
0: that's true and every time you take it out and you play with it with Forrest, it's always really fun yes he loves it okay yeah but good. i'm not
1: gonna have 15 star wars helmets you know
0: well good
1: well okay so that's the list of things that like go through my mind when i'm minimizing something what if i took that list what if we took our lists that we use for when we're minimizing and we actually applied that to our spending habits
0: that would be good
1: do you need it? Um, will you do use you this in it? three months? Do you love it? Are you making justifications to buy this? Um, if, it's br- if it breaks, will you fix it? Um, is this useful? Do you think that this will cause clutter? Um, do you already have one of these items? What about... And you're just looking to upgrade. Oh, that's or you one. lost it and you can't find it, so you're going to buy another one.
0: What about, oh, that, that, that okay, this is kind of a side note, but that's, like, me with those flosser things.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have, like, 500 of them <laughs> in our...
0: We literally had, like, how many packs? Four, five?
1: Four bags. I would
0: buy, I thought that we were, like, because I couldn't find them, I'm like, okay, we need flossers. And then I would literally buy more. But what about the question, um like, am I, am I buying this to impress people?
1: Yes, am I buying i think it, that's a big yeah. one am i buying this to impress people or is this just a trend
0: well because people love on in, especially on instagram people love like tagging brands in their photos like if they're wearing something they, they just love showing off the fact that they own something from a certain brand you know and like sometimes it's like okay small businesses you're trying to spread the word but sometimes it's like look at me i own this kind of shoes or i own this kind of backpack or you know whatever it is but i think that people buy stuff for the sole purpose of like making people know that they own it do you know what i mean yeah
1: well maybe you ask yourself would this item make me just as happy if no one knew that i own it? yes
0: that's a good question that's a good question because sometimes i mean i'll admit it sometimes i buy stuff that i'm like i want to impress people with i mean i actually can't think of anything off the top of my head but I don't know when I was doing my capsule wardrobe and I I basically one of my capsule wardrobes I like bought a whole bunch of new stuff for which totally defeats the purpose of that it's yeah, like
1: yeah, and and you probably made justifications for it
0: I did and I was like I need this I had I need this for my capsule and it was because I was doing blog about it and I wanted to impress people and I wanted people to think like she's good at this <laughs> I don't know what I wanted them to think.
1: So you bought more stuff. So I bought so stuff. So that you could trick but people I didn't into see, thinking. No,
0: that's what so could trick them. I di- honestly did not see like the issue with that. I was like, I'm going to buy this and I'm going to get rid of all of this stuff. And I'm going to buy these good, n- these good stuffs that are like, you know, versatile and good, like basic, whatever. But I honestly did not see like, like the issue that was there. And it was it really was i think it was just a lot of it was to impress people and that, that's embarrassing to me yeah
1: for me like uh a while ago i bought a new rain jacket and i already had a rain jacket but i was just like i like this color more i want this color
0: i that's totally something i would do yeah colors are way better when they're better
1: <laughs> colors are way better when i mean they're better. Cl- like you heard it here, stuff. folks. <laughs> Colors are way better when they're better.
0: I mean, clothes are better when the colors. So if you want, <laughs> if
1: you want to prevent clutter from coming into your house, if you want to minimize, if you want to live a simple life, like you have to change your spending habits. You have to change the way that you think about things and the way that you spend money and the way that you buy things. And it's really easy to say like, but next time you're at the store, maybe just go through like a mental list.
0: Maybe just don't.
1: Yeah, maybe just don't. Or you <laughs> could do. We tried this thing for a while and we failed. Um, we got to do it again. Uh, we made justifications I think I'm for your mind. failing, but we had this rule where it was like, if you need something, you have um, to. You have to have needed it for thirty days. Well, it's before like something buying.
0: over like fifty dollars. It wasn't like toothpaste or something. It's like if you. If you're there's something that you want to get, like new clothes or like something over fifty dollars. You have to, like, we would tell each other and say, hey, I want to buy this. I'm going to wait a couple weeks and see if I still want to buy it in a couple weeks. And then we would buy it if we still wanted it. And we, like, saved the money up for it. I mean, depending on how
1: much it was. We just had, like, the 30-day rule. And what we originally did was we'd write it on a um, little note and have it on the fridge and put the date on it. And, um I actually don't
0: remember writing notes, but I'm sure we did.
1: I would write it down.
0: <laughs> I never did. It.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I I would write yours down, and I would write my mine down. <laughs> and you know what I did with those notes? No. 99% of the stuff we never bought, and I just threw them in the trash.
0: We never even remembered. Yeah. Whoa.
1: Yeah. But we did that for a total of, like, two months.
0: But the thing is, you could even do that for, like, a week. Say... I I put a reminder on your phone and like if in a week you still really want it and then maybe get it.
1: No, you don't even need the reminder. You're just like...
0: Well, okay, don't set a reminder. But like just even if it's just people are... I saw some sort of statistics or something. People are like a certain percentage less likely to buy something if they wait overnight. And that I think says a lot, you know? Like if you are... And I think about things that I've gotten like... That I've got like I just am thinking about clothes, but like clothes that I've gotten from Target that like literally when I get home I'm like what? Why why did I get this? Like I don't even need this literally when I get home. So that's I think that's a good thing. I think we should we need to start doing that again.
1: All right. Well, let's get into how to um prevent clutter. I sent you this little note. This is from a Joshua Becker book called The More of Less. I'll link to it in the show notes. It is so many good practical tips. So let's just run through these quickly. Yeah. All right. Number one. Wait, what's this list called? Oh, but quick, (laughs) funny backstory. So I was reading this. I (laughs) I was listening to this book at work and i can i listened to this section and i was like oh my gosh this is so good i printed out 3 copies one to leave at my desk one to bring home and one to give to my coworker who we we talk a lot we talk about minimi- minimizing and simplifying and all of this stuff and um and i just put it on his desk and then the next day he like <laughs> i came into his office and his office was like perfectly spotless and he was like he was really tired and I was like dude why are you so tired and he's like well I came in super early because someone left a note on my desk and I just like cleaned my whole desk off and I like came in at like five o'clock to like organize everything and I was like oh that's weird and then and then he saved that he saved that note and he thought it was the vice president and the vice president <laughs> was like telling him to like clean up his desk that's so and funny. then like a week later i was like oh dude i don't know if i ever told you about this but check oh out this clutterbuster thing and he's like wait you said you didn't leave that on my desk and i was like what and he was like this is why i cleaned my desk off i saw i thought i was like that oh i came in at 5am sorry i I just thought that, like, this is, like, really helpful <laughs> information, and I wasn't trying... I wasn't saying you need to clean your... Anyways, so, number one, it for the Clutter Clutter busters.
0: busters. Isn't that funny?
1: Yeah. Number one, what is it?
0: Make your bed each morning.
1: <sighs> do you make your bed each morning? I do. I, I try to.
0: But I've been using a different blanket, so it's, like, different than yours, but yeah, we... We usually have our bed made. I don't like when the blankets are messed up. It stresses me out. So when Forrest comes in here and, like, starts, like, flooshing down the blankets or, like, crawling all under them, I'm, like, it, like, grinds on my nerves just, like, a tiny bit. like, wait. Uh. I like having a made bed. Yeah.
1: And if you start your morning just, like, putting stuff where they need to go and organizing things, the first thing you see in a bedroom is a bed. And so if the bed looks neat and tidy and then you look at the rest of your room and you're, like, uh-huh. That looks messy too.
0: Well, people people hate making their beds. Like I know,
1: literally takes like five seconds.
0: It does, but people feel very passionately about it. They're like, "I'm just going to mess it up again at night." Like, but yeah, but it looks super messy all day long.
1: Yeah, and then, yep, yeah, and then you just get used to it. Yeah, unmade clutter begins to accumulate around an unmade bed.
0: Ooh.
1: Number two is wash the dishes right away. Sometimes um, you like to just wait until you have enough for a load. But hand washing dishes takes less time than it takes to put them in the dishwasher. This is
0: another thing that I'm good at. Yeah. I mean, I'm not good at very many things related to clutter. But making my bed and washing dishes right away is something that I always do. But the thing is, I was not always like that. Zach has rubbed off on me. With the dishes, I mean. Like, I used to leave dishes and then, like, wait until I could put them in the dishwasher or just, like, I don't know, like, not even have a plan with them. and Just
1: wait until we didn't have any more dishes? Yeah,
0: pretty much. And I would, like, wash one as I needed it and, like, just leave the rest. But now, I, for the most part, I clean up the dishes from dinner, like, before we even sit down to eat. Like, I wash most of them. So then after dinner, there's just, like, a couple. And I always like hand wash them because it's just easier. I just don't, I mean, dishwasher is nice, but I would rather just like get it done. Yeah. Do it now.
1: Wash while you work. And then right after, right after dinner, immediately wash the dishes. Like it's so, it's so easy. And it's so, and if you wait longer then all of the stuff from dinner, just like stays on your dishes and it dries. And then it's harder to get off. Like seriously, you eat your cereal and milk in the morning you go and rinse it off and wipe it once and then you dry it and then at lunchtime you just put it away. It's it's air dried. You don't have to waste electricity or anything like that. Yeah. Just wash the dishes right away. It's real easy.
0: And it's way less daunting if you if you're washing as you're cooking too, which is like a lot of people are like, that sounds ridiculous. And I used to be one of those people. Because they're like, I'm already cooking. Why don't you wash the dishes as I'm cooking? But it's just easier. And then it's like, okay, I wash one or two dishes here, finish doing this part of dinner, and then wash like three or four dishes here, finish doing this, and then you have w- way less dishes to do after dinner. And then it's like not a daunting thing. And it takes a while to get into, but like I got, I got into the habit pretty quickly when we were when we moved into this house with another family because it just like with two families like the dishes pile up and i'm like i just can't we can't so so get into that habit that's a good habit to get into i like that habit
1: yeah what's number three
0: fill your recycling containers and garbage containers use every trash pickup day as an excuse to fill them
1: yeah so thursday night friday morning is when we pick stuff up and thursday night i purge purge i literally i literally We'll go through stuff in our room,
0: he searches for trash,
1: yes, and i will if I know that the, the if if I know that recycling day is coming up, I will get anything possible and we actually have um not that we're huge recyclers, but um we have a recycling bin and a trash can inside, and we put all of the recycling stuff in, and I empty the trash out. Once a day, at least, and yeah, just use it like, and if you find one trash day that you have extra space, go through your house and find some more trash because it is there, just waiting to be found, find something you can recycle, find something you're not using, get rid of it, yeah, buy a shredder, shred everything, yep, you we don't...
0: should we really should do that with all of the mail.
1: I have a fat stack of stuff in the garage that I've not been putting in the trash. I've just been putting in a stack to bring to work uh, to shred.
0: Like the bills and stuff? Yep. That's good. That's smart.
1: Number four is always leave room in your coat closet. Now, (laughs) our coat closet.
0: It's not a coat closet. (laughs) If
1: you open it, you might get injured right now.
0: It's got a weird pile of stuff in it.
1: There is always a good reason why coats, boots, and outerwear end up scattered all throughout your home, and it's because your coat closet is so full that it's a hassle to put things away where they need to go and retrieve them quickly. So always leave room on the coat closet for hangers, um, and always leave room in the floor and on the shelves for family members to put away things where they need to go. That's just a simple thing. If we would put all of our jackets. See, we have a coat closet and we have a coat rack. And the coat rack is overfilling and there are no coats in the coat closet.
0: The coat closet is more of a storage closet for this household, I would say. Yeah. It has like a vacuum and like other things we don't want to deal with.
1: Yeah. And you can't get to the vacuum <laughs> because it's underneath a bunch of other crap.
0: It is like the most random stuff in there, though. It's like a junk drawer, but in closet form.
1: Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it's
0: bad. We need to do something with it.
1: Yeah, and that's probably why we don't vacuum, because we can't even get to the vacuum cleaner. Oh, I
0: vacuum. Well, I like vacuuming.
1: I vacuum our our room with our vacuum cleaner that I keep in the garage. <laughs> Next. do You
0: have a secret vacuum cleaner? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: that I clean out and empty every single time I use it and wipe off all of the like little things that hair collects on. Oh my on. gosh. Next.
0: Keep flat surfaces clear, kitchen counters, bathroom counters, bedroom dressers, tabletops, desktops. These are all areas that naturally collect clutter. Yep. And the thing is, you don't really think about it in the bathroom because it's like you're just using stuff and then you just don't put it away. And then you look at it and you're like, like one day you come across your bathroom and you're like, where is the counter? And then, you know. You've clutterized it.
1: Which I'd like to give you props. You have your stuff. I mean, you have a lot of stuff, but you keep it at least to. on your half of the sink.
0: Well, and I try to keep it like the most, for the most part in that basket. And I mean, the essential oils are like, I need- they're all out of control. They're everywhere. I need to figure out something for them. But yes, I do. I like the baskets. We, we each have a basket on our counter. We have like two sinks and like two mirrors and like the cupboards underneath. So we each have it like a side. So we each have a basket that we keep on the counter. And then, um, yeah, so we try to... It's it's really easy to just like pick up like Zach's stuff and put it in his and pick up my stuff and put it in mine. Like that, it's just really easy to do that. So...
1: And everything has a home,
0: mhm, so yeah, so especially for, and especially for the kitchen counter, I feel like it's really important to keep that. I mean, is it possible to keep it unclutterized? I don't know, but yes, it is possible to clean it up if you do see it clutter, yes. Which I it is and it is Think for the about, most part it's really quick cleaning when you're decluttering like a flat surface like wouldn't you say it's pretty quick cleaning like if it's like cereal boxes and like random stuff yeah it's you like, put this away, put this, like, away put this away put this away
1: what takes a long time is deciphering where everything goes well, and I, if you would have just put it away in the first place then you would have saved time and not not even had yeah. to do it and the thing like with clutter attracting clutter especially. Like, you, if you start putting your spare change on the countertop, then eventually you just have spare piles of change on the kitchen countertop and the desk countertop and the bathroom countertop. If you just find a place for that change, and then you always put change in that same spot, then you can prevent that from happening.
0: Like a jar or something.
1: All right. Number six, complete one to two minute jobs immediately. I like to say do Do it it now. now. (laughs) Clutter is often a result of procrastination. Decisions to put off small jobs left unfinished or interruptions. Um, Counteract procrastination in your home with a simple rule. If a job can be completed in less than two minutes, do it now. Now, what I do is like. (laughs) Okay. Clutter stresses me out. I do not like cleaning. I do not like organizing. Those are not things that I enjoy, but it's difficult for me to relax when there's clutter everywhere, like there's just no place to rest my eyes it's
0: The angry cleaning
1: yes, and so I will angry clean, and I will do twenty one to two minute jobs back to back to back to back to back to back to back and it doesn't seem like I'm making any progress because two days later I'll have to do the exact same thing um. Because clutter attracts clutter. So, one to two minute jobs, just do it. Just do it now. Complete it. Yeah. Next.
0: When you finish a magazine or newspaper, process it immediately. Okay, I don't feel like this is like super relevant to, I mean, to us at least. But, I mean, you could say for mail, process it immediately. Like if you get a bill in the mail, you open it and then just pay it right away. I need to do that better. Write a check.
1: Yeah, well, you did right that the other day. I was like, hey, these are bills. Can you please pay them?
0: I did. But the thing is, I, th- that's tricky because it's like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. That's a way better way of doing it. But um, I don't
1: even bring junk mail in the house when I get the mail. I don't either. Well, I, I just sort throw through it right in the trash. Yeah. I mean, why would you put it on the counter? Just You can literally sort through the mail while you are walking from the mailbox to the front door. Yeah. But and then you don't even have to look at it. It goes straight in the trash.
0: And the rest of this one it says it talks about, like, if you have a go through a magazine and you like a recipe in there or something, then cut out the recipe and save the recipe. Or, like, if you find a good article that you want to read, just cut that part out and throw the rest of it away. Or, like, a coupon or stuff, if you're into that, just cut them right then and throw the rest away because you don't need the rest. Like, we get these piles and piles of, like, coupons coupons and uh, we we don't use coupons we don't use them at all it's I mean, 2017 we could, but there's we an app for that well i don't know about these stores it's like the random mexican markets and stuff well yeah but um they but like
1: what do we use coupons for pizza that's it
0: maybe <laughs> and that's you know on the on app, the app. <laughs> um but yeah so if you're doing if that's stuff that you do which i know there are people that are like really good at that then just do it right when you get it and then you don't have to deal with the rest of it because really the majority of those things aren't coupons it's like pictures of what the coupons are for <laughs> so you know that could help a lot too
1: or take a picture of it
0: you can't take a picture of it if it's a coupon you have to have the actual thing
1: Ah, uh, okay well that's dumb
0: he's never done coupons before
1: number nine <laughs> no i do coupons online Actually, Amazon has coupons now that it automatically applies, but you just have to know where to look for. Oh, number
0: eight was the junk mail, which we we just kind of merged into that one. Yeah. Uh,
1: Number nine, take care of clothes immediately. Um, Don't be the throw it in a pile on the floor type of person. Oh,
0: like me. That's me.
1: When you're done doing laundry, um, just put it where it needs to go or separate it. Separate it into the piles and then put the piles away. That's what I do. I don't fold any of my... Well, no, I fold my pants. I hang all of my shirts and it's just like real easy. And when you have less stuff, then it doesn't take you as long to do laundry. So, yeah, just do it right after laundry.
0: Number 10. Every night, return items where they belong. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. That's
0: why we have Forrest do his toys yep. at the end of the day. That's good. Did you get that from this book? I did. Smart. He and also he... has
1: another book called Clutter Free with Kids, and it's really good.
0: And Forrest likes, I mean, if he's playing, he doesn't want to stop and do anything. But for the most part, he, if, he, if we ask him, hey, we need to clean up these, he is a really good helper, and he likes doing it.
1: Yeah, and he's good. He, he. I think he got some of my genes because, well, I know he got some of my genes. <laughs> well, okay.
0: I hope he got he, some of your genes. <laughs> he
1: is my child. But, like, we, I have separated his toys into bins. And so one bin is for little guys. One bin is for his cars. One bin is for his big guys. And he knows where they go. And he knows how to put them away. And he knows that the little guys don't go in the big guy bin. And he knows, he disobeys a lot, but he knows that, like, hey, You only have one bin of things out at a time. And then at the end of the night, you always put them where they need to go. Mm -hmm. Buzz and Zerg always go on the couch. (laughs) All the rest of the toys go in their bins in the closet. They all have a place. And then you close the closet. So like for me, like at night, I plug in my phone, put my keys, put my wallet. Like I know where all of my stuff is. If there was a fire, would you know where the stuff that you need to grab is?
0: Literally, if there was a fire, I would just grab you and Forrest. Honestly, I don't even.
1: Oh, say there's a fire and we have to get evacuated.
0: Oh, like we have time to like yeah. plan it. Not like there's a fire in our room. No,
1: not there's a fire in our room.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I would because I would. Where's want your to... wallet? Um, right. Well, I know it's right there. It's that... in my purse. But usually my purse is in the car, which I know is not good, but nope. it is usually where it is or it's on the counter out there
1: yeah just put everything away that you're responsible for at the end of each night and then it's right where it needs to be in the morning what about
0: the pictures
1: you can what pictures
0: like i guess pictures is not really a thing anymore but i always think like i would want to save old pictures we probably have the old pictures on like our computer so maybe computers
1: old pictures of what
0: just like old pictures, like our pictures from One Forest was like really little. Like, I would want to get our hard drives that have those on it.
1: Oh, 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 pictures. Yeah. I backed up everything.
0: Onto a hard drive?
1: No, it's in the cloud.
0: Oh, gosh, that stresses me out so much. The cloud can fail.
1: Yeah, well, if there was a fire, we would lose all of our pictures right now because you have no idea where they are. <laughs>
0: But the cloud, we're relying so much on the cloud. (laughs) No,
1: you're relying on so much more than the cloud. (laughs) You want physical pictures? They're in a box in the garage somewhere. I'll tell you that.
0: Oh, gosh. Okay, anyways, moving on. So,
1: nightly, just return items where they belong. It's like real simple. And it's all real simple stuff, but will you do it? I don't know.
0: I think if you pick, if you're starting from scratch with this, pick three or four things to focus on from this list i would say and then just like really focus on it like i am going to really focus on the one to two minute jobs if it's going to take you one to two minutes just do it right now because like you have one to two minutes to spare everyone does for the most part yeah so i'm going to focus on that one this week so just pick like yeah a couple of them and start with those
1: yeah and then don't buy what you don't need yeah it change change your heart, change your mindset, and I think that that will lead to a lot more of a simple, distraction and clutter-free life. Okay. Do you have a joke? No. All right. Well, we don't <laughs> sorry. have any recommendations, I'm but sorry. Uh, other than these two books, um, "The More of Less" and "Clutter-Free with Kids," both by Joshua Becker, if you would like one of those, send me an email, and if you're one of the first two, I'll send you one of those books. Cool? Alright, thanks for listening, and we hope that you guys have a wonderful week, and we'll talk at you next week.
0: Yep. Have a good one. Have a good week. Bye-bye. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> on Forrest, all the things he says. Okay.
1: Okay. Bye-bye now. <laughs> All right, bye. Happy trails.